Well, hello, you motherfuckers out there and non-motherfuckers out there. Um, I'm kicking this episode off with vulgarity because it's filled with vulgarity, strictly for me, and I feel very bad about that. I even tell my guest, who I will introduce here in a second, I even tell him that in the episode towards the end. I'm like, dude, you've like cursed maybe once or twice, and I've cursed maybe once or twice times a hundred. And I feel really bad, but um, we'll get into that in just a second. First, we got to get into the sponsor, 54321. Okay, so if you're looking at the logo for this podcast, believe it or not, I did not make that. No, 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 no. That was designed, created everything by Alan Steen, a brilliant, and I feel very comfortable in saying that, a brilliant artist in the UK. He designed my Terminator 101 logo with half my face as the endoskeleton. He designed the current logo for Eddie Green's 101 with my complete face and my glasses and all that stuff. The green eyes, a uh, little wink, wink, nod, nod to uh, nudge, nudge to my my last name there. Yeah, fun fact. There you go. Um, and he's just a brilliant, seriously, artist. He's so, I just love his work. I just love his work. And I wanted to get him on. And I did. And just so you guys know, he's a man of few words, but he is a man of important words. He talks very, very, very scarcely, but when he does talk, I love it. And so I hope you guys enjoy this episode with my guest, Get Ready, Get Set. It is the brilliant Alan Steen. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, the one and only Alan Steen. What's going on, man? Hey, how are you doing, Eddie? All right. Oh, man, straight from the UK. Yeah, early, early hours, UK. I love it, dude. I love it. So for everyone listening, um, Alan is the, the designer of... Um, let me turn my phone off. There we go. Uh, is the designer of the logo that you are so familiar with with this podcast and with the YouTube channel. And and um, so we're going to, you know, kind of delve into what he does as a profession, because I think it's just I think it's fucking so just it, just something about the way you um, create your art is uh, like it, like it's very much a style that is, you know, I'm sure there's, you know, others out there that you, I guess, could, you know compare it to but there's that like it's very much your own so um for, yeah, thank you very much yeah it's it's just so cool to hear your voice because i realized as i was getting ready for this for this episode that um you know you've had like like you kind of have a little bit of a like a one up on me just in terms of you know i've never met okay. you I, I knew what you sound like exactly thank you thank you so much yeah, yeah like no you idea. You know what I sound like, and um, and and I had no clue what uh, what Alan Steen sounded like until uh, we did a little test run just to make sure that everything was going to work. And uh, you know, it's it's just always funny, like when you hear someone with an accent. Like, do I have an accent to you? To to me, yes, you do. Yeah, it's quite a strong one. <laughs> <laughs> I love it, man. I love it because to me, you have an accent. 
Yeah, it's funny. Like, like it really is funny how it works because to me, I I don't have the accent. You have the accent. <laughs> I hate my own voice, but yeah, this is it. No, no, I I think it's um, you know, like when you actually start thinking about like. How, like, how did any of this stuff even develop? I mean, it's cool that accents exist because, you know, they create, you know, variety and spice and, and it would be really boring if we all sounded the same. But it's like, where did, where did, you know, like, because I guess I could, I, I could imitate the way you sound, but it would obviously be an imitation. Like there would be little nuances that, that you would probably pick up on, you know? I mean... Oh, yeah. Oh. I don't, I'm not even sure where the American accent comes from. Is that no a mixture of? Uh... I have no clue where it comes. Like, I don't know how any of this stuff actually came to be. Like, it's just, it, it, you know, it's like you can Google it, you can, you can find an answer, but it's just, is it satisfactory? Because it's just, I don't know, just something about the way. I sometimes find it, it's more fun to just wonder than Google everything. Yes. Thank you. I like that. I like that. So, um, well, you know what? Fuck it for just for shits and giggles. I want you to, and, 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 and forget that, you know, we know each other, you know, through social media, forget that we have a, a friendship going on. That's uh, that that's been going on for, I mean, I don't even know how long dude, like I've known you for feels like a, at least a couple of years at this point. It's going to be a couple of years now. Yeah. So Going back um, to um, the Terminator fan page on Facebook, I think. Yeah. Terminator 101. Um, but I want to, uh, like I said, for shits and giggles, like I just want to try to do a, is it a British accent or is, or is that not the right um, um, accent that I'm I, thinking of? It's hard to say because there's so many different accents in Britain itself. Like, um, mine's like, a bit of a mess because my dad's from the north. Okay. Which is all kind of like this kind of talk. <laughs> um, and, and I was brought up in the south, which is a bit more like a farmer. <laughs> so I've got a, a mix of the two. Okay. All right. I've seen my fair share of, because I mean, I'm going to relate this to Harry Potter. Like I've seen my fair share of the Harry Potter movies. So this is what I'm basing everything <laughs> yeah. off of. And a, and a couple Black uh, Mirror episodes. So, um, oh, Black Mirror. Great show. Oh, I love it. Um, so let me see here. Uh, what can I say? What can I say? Like, let me pull up something because I have my laptop in front of me. I'm just going to read. Uh, uh, what do I got here? Oh, okay. I got the uh, Rode Microphones page in front of me. So I guess I'll just read that. Let's see here. Oh, man, this is this is awful. Uh, here we go. <clears throat> Uh, let's see again, no offense. I mean, feel free to try to do an American accent. That would really make me laugh. That would really make me no, laugh. <laughs> like a Valley girl kind of thing. Like, are you familiar with that one? Valley girl? Valley girl? No. Yeah. It's like the people in, it. it's like the people in, uh, uh, like Southern California or just California in general. It's like, oh my God. Like, oh my oh, God. Right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh my God. What, what, what is that? Oh man. Okay. Oh, I like it. I like it. Uh, let's see here. Let's see. Um, the Roadcaster Pro is the world's first fully integrated podcast production studio. No, see, like, oh God, that, oh, that's horrendous. Like, I'm not an actor. Not too bad. I mean, uh, it must be difficult. This is going to sound strange because to you, you don't have the accent, but it's got to be hard to kind of suppress those mannerisms and, and get that out. 
Oh, yeah, no, for sure. I mean, even just doing what I just did there, I understand because, you know, when you watch like behind the scenes on whatever, they're usually, you know, like if they have to learn an accent, they're like, yeah, I had a dialect coach. And and in the back of my head, I'm thinking you needed someone to tell you how to. But doing what I just did, I <laughs> realized that, yeah, you probably do need someone if you want it to be as authentic as possible, because that was not authentic. <laughs> There are sometimes some actors I think where I've, I've seen them in a in a program or a, a film, and then you see them in real life, and they they sound so different. You just think, what? I thought you were from so and so, but no, you're not. You're from somewhere else. Yeah. I, oh no, I love when that happens. When like you think they sound one way, and then and then um, they sound totally different. But then of course there's the ones that you know. Just going back to the Harry Potter thing, like um, Alan Rickman, dude. That like he sounds the exact same you know like he yeah that, that is alan rickman yeah yeah that is alan rickman wholeheartedly um that that to me is probably the definition of the british accent if you if you wanted to define it really alan rickman <laughs> alan rickman that's a good one Ooh, yeah man he's except when he's doing the german accent okay yeah 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 <laughs> um yeah he's uh yeah such a shame that uh that we lost him that uh he was uh, what yeah, was he was uh he was only what like he was in his like late 50s maybe early 60s he wasn't that old i think late 50s, yeah 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 he like he hold on let me see here we got trusty google and you know i share your sentiment of just wondering a lot but you know sometimes it's just it's it, it it eats you alive alan rickman was i want to say 57 oh man we're both wrong he was 69 oh 69 years old. Yeah. Wow. Way off. Still too young. Yeah, man. My favorite, because uh, I know everyone thinks of him in, in Harry Potter, but my personal favorite Alan Rickman role was in Sweeney Todd from Tim Burton. Oh, yeah. When he, uh, did, like, did you ever see that one? I did a long time ago, one time. Yeah, when he was, because uh, he plays the judge in that one. And, oh, he's so, just so vile and... And I mean, he, he, Alan Rickman was just so good at being like such an ass. He was so good. He's <laughs> good at being bad, yeah. You um, know? I'm just trying to think my favorite Alan Rickman role was probably um, the Metatron in Dogma. Ooh, Dogma. Dude, I, 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 I've never seen Dogma, man. No? No. Wow. That's one that I haven't seen. I've seen because I'm actually looking at his filmography right now and I'm realizing that I'm kind of lacking on my, on my Alan Rickman's. Like I haven't seen a lot of these. Likewise, probably. Yeah. Like, I mean, this dude has a big filmography, really big. Um, obviously die hard. That's a, that's, that's a classic. That was his first, wasn't it? Uh, yeah. Yep. Yep. Hans Gruber. Yep. Yeah. So, okay. So, what is in relation it? to that Jeremy Irons as well? That's another typical British accent there. Jeremy Irons, yep, yep. He's uh hold on, because that name sounds familiar. Is he uh uh in Pirates of the Caribbean? Uh, or am I thinking of someone else? Might be someone else. He played um Hans Gruber's brother in Die Hard Three. Oh man, who am I thinking of that plays Barbosa? Is that the name? Barbosa? Oh no. Let me see here, because I'm pretty sure he's a um, he's a pretty prolific. 
who am I thinking of here? Where is he? Where is he? Where is he? Barbosa. I can picture his face, but I can't think of his name. <laughs> Let me pull up the first one here. Barbosa. Jeffrey Rush. Jeffrey Rush. That's yeah. who I'm thinking of. But you were uh, you were talking about uh, Jeremy Irons. Yes, yeah. Jeremy Irons. Let me, let me try to get a picture here. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Interesting, interesting. You like? Do you have a big? Because uh, a lot of your art is is obviously um, uh, pop culture kind of stuff. Like you have a big interest in yeah. in in pop culture. Sci-fi and fantasy is is my big thing. So. Yeah, dude, I love it, man. Like everyone listening, um, obviously, you know. Uh, if you're not familiar with with uh, with Alan's work, do you like? Do you have a website or is it just social media? Um, I use mainly social media, Facebook and Instagram. Um, I've got a website on a talent house website. Okay. Uh, Post a spy. A few other little sites like that, but no actual website for my for me. No. Okay. And do you, and cause I know you take like commissions, right? Like, so like if someone wants to reach out to you and, and, uh, and, you know, have you kind of come up with something, then, then you'll do it. But do you sell like, like, do you come up with stuff on your own and then sell it or no? Um, I do sell prints of my work. Not many, but some, um, but yeah, mainly commission based. Just if anyone wants anything, they just send me a message and we go from there really. Awesome. And it's all, it's like, it's all the same, right? At Steen underscore illustration. That's the Instagram one. Yeah. Okay. What's the Facebook um, one? Facebook is probably a dash. Oh, okay. Steen and illustration. Either way, everyone listening, just type in Steen, S-T-E-E-N, and then illustration. And uh, you'll be able to see, you know, Alan's work. And, and I like you, like, you, like you have to tell me the story because I have no idea. How did you... And this is just the interesting part of of the day and age we live in is like how how we're so connected and you know because you're in the UK, dude. I'm over here in the states, and yet <laughs> and yet we're having this seamless for the most part. You know, we're having this seamless conversation with maybe a second delay. It's it's mind boggling shit, and I don't even know how you found me, like because that was how it started when I had Terminator 101. Um, you know, I think. I don't know if it was you that that had reached out to me initially or if I realized that you were, you know, someone that 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 was in this business of, you know, designing and illustrating and you were an artist and 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 I don't remember if I reached out to you and but like how did you find Terminator 101 because I'm so fascinated by how anyone finds anything. <laughs> it was um I don't know, I bought them one week I was doing a few illustrations based on my favorite films. Um, Terminator 2 was one of them, so I did a little Terminator 2 design. Um, hoard that out online <laughs> to try and get interest. I love it, hoard it out. <laughs> I posted, posted it onto um, a Terminator fan page, which generated some interest. Mm -hmm. And then uh, I think you found that through the Terminator 2 fan page. Oh, okay. So and I it, found it, you. It to me, yeah. um, Interesting. 
Yeah, because like I saying the logo in that sort of style. Yeah. Oh, okay. I oh hold on, because I'm thinking I can see that Terminator Two illustration that you made. Like I can see it in my head because I think I even shared it at one point. I can see it. Okay, so that was the that was the beginning, and then yeah, dude, just something about it. It's so. I'm trying to like figure out like how to describe art. Like this is something that I really struggle with. How do you describe art besides good, amazing, brilliant? You know, like it's just something about it is it 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 literally almost looks like it pops off the page. You know, even if it's a digital thing I'm looking at, even if it's not an actual page in front of me, it somehow seems to pop off the like the screen, we'll say. And and you have such a vivid color scheme as well. Like you, like every single illustration I've ever seen of yours is so just vivid with color. And, and I'm really curious how you do that stuff because I assume a lot of it, if not most of it, if not all of it is digital, right? It is now. Yeah. I mean, when I started, it was all, um, pencil and ink. Um, but I was never too great at getting color down on it with like paints or, pens or whatever so i started to scan my work into photoshop and do it that way um just to try and get that nice professional shine to it um and then the digital artwork took over really i um, it, it's just easier there's a hundred percent control over every line you draw yeah yeah because so, um, because uh we had a well I don't want to jump too far ahead, but um, I have a, cause like just what you just said there is so it is one of like, like, I guess the benefits of it because you had a, you had a, a computer malfunction recently and, I did. Yeah. and, and you messaged me and you were like, look, dude, I, uh, my, my computer basically shit the bed and, um, and, uh, you know, I don't know if I'm going to be able to get this new logo out to you. But it's amazing, dude, that you were able to, I don't know how you did it. You somehow pieced it together. And again, it's seamless. Yeah, that was a uh, panic stations. I've never had a, a, uh, a malfunction like that with a client waiting. So um, quickly run and borrowed a laptop. Um, the images that I sent you, the original images for the, the Terminator 101 logo. I uh, managed to find the email that I sent you, so downloaded the one without the backgrounds. Ah, okay. And just kind of rebuilt it Whew. using that as a base. Oh, man. it's it. And just had to draw your face over the top of the, uh, the T-800 piece. Yeah. Yeah. That was so, that was, oh man, when like, like when you sent that to me, I was like, get out of here. How did he like, and I didn't even think about that, 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 that you could just go back through your emails, but you know, like, I'm just so naive to some shit. It's just like, I was like, damn, Alan's a miracle worker, you know, like, and, and this is why I was like, so, uh, again, like I said it to you once and I'll say it to you again is like, from here on out, it's like, I'm going to go to you first. And, and, and if you say, eh, I don't know about it or, eh, I don't know if I can do it, then, then I'll move on. But um, it, it's always going to be, okay, now I have something else I want designed or something else that I, that I have an idea of. Let me go to Alan and see what, and see what he does. So it's like, you know, that's, I really appreciate that. Thank you. Yeah, man, absolutely. It's like, that's how you, you know, like 
that's the that's the way you build a brand and 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 do you have like like how long have you been doing this how long have you been in this business or this uh profession um it's probably only been the last sort of six or seven years that i've actually felt comfortable enough to put myself out there okay um i was doing the old commission here and there prior to that um but i've been drawing i can't even remember how long i would love to see like you should do um i'm sure someone else has told you this or some people have told you this but you should do like behind the scenes uh like on your social media of how you of like how you do this because I don't understand it. Like even how you were just not too long ago describing your process a little bit, I'm still kind of baffled over how it even works. You know, I think it's something that and could. Uh... I do have a process, but it's a lot of trial and error, usually. Um, I rely quite heavily on photographs to be able to see what your drawing is always handy. Yeah. Yeah, so do you like draw over it or are you just looking at it to your right or left? No, 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 look at it. Um, do you remember those old sort of activity pads that you get as a as a kid and it has like a little grid with a picture in it and then below it an empty grid and you and you copy the the picture in the grid above. I don't oh. know if you've ever seen those. Okay. I kind of use a, a grid style. Just ridiculously tiny grids <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah dude because build it up piece by piece layer by layer yeah like because it was amazing when i like when i wanted the logo for terminator 101 you were like yeah just send me a photo of like your face and so i just did like a selfie kind of deal of me looking really serious and and sent it and me your best terminator face yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. That's right. You were like, yeah, give me your best Terminator face. And I was like, uh, okay. And here it is. This is my best Terminator face. And it's, again, like, I've, so many people have seen this logo. So many people, um, fun fact, I don't even know if you know about this, but I actually even had that logo put on my debit card. Really? Yeah, because over here in the States, I don't know if you can do it over there in the, in the UK, but over here in the States, depending on what bank you have, you can put a custom image on your card. And so I just uploaded that image. Yeah. 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 So like, even when I hand out my card at like the drive through or if I'm picking up groceries or whatever, usually nine times out of 10, people are like, wow, that's a really cool card. (laughs) And I'm like, yeah, thank you. But like, but like I'm taking it on behalf of you because you know, you're the one that created that logo. I'd say it was a joint effort. Uh, well, you know, it was just my face and it was just like, eh, okay, so this is what I want. This is what I'd like to see. Here's my idea. Now, if you could actually make that come to life, that would be awesome. And, and you just took it to the next level with like, even just the little subtle details of like the scarring on, on the left side. And, and, um, and it was great. And, you know, it's, it's as, as the podcast transitioned, I knew that it was going to like there was going to come a point where I had to get rid of it just because, um, you know, I don't want to get into any kind of, I mean, cause it is there, like, there would be a, like a, like a le- what's the word legality. Like, like, like there is legal issues that I could get into with that. You know what I mean? Like, cause yeah, yeah. I don't own the Terminator endoskeleton image, so to speak. 
Um, so I, I was... mean, I think copyright's a weird one when it comes to art because I do a lot of art featuring um, copyright and IP. Yeah, I was going to say that. Like, how does that work? As long as it's your own personal representation and you're not fine. a direct copy of something that's already out there, you can, you're okay. Oh, shit. Damn. I was worried for nothing. Um, <laughs> you can still get issues, but you can normally get away with it. But that's by the by. The new one looks great. Yeah, no, like I was just like, yeah, you know, I could get in trouble, but also it's just, I don't talk a lot about Terminator anymore. It's just an open-ended podcast. So it would be great if it's just my face. And uh, plus, I mean, there is still the the globe with the, with the, um, with the lightning bolts. So it is still a subtle reference, I guess you could say to Terminator. Um, I can see it right now because it's on your um, line profile. Oh yeah, 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 yeah! It's everywhere, man. It's literally everywhere. I have it on my pillowcases. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> That'd be fucking weird. If I'm fu- <laughs> fucking sleeping with my pillowcases and they're my like it's on my logo. Like everything in my room is my logo. It's just like, dude, calm down. <laughs> dude, the thing that got me the most was when um, Michael Bean's wife would have seen it on Twitter. That's right, man. That kind of blew my mind. Yeah, yeah, that was. That was strange. That was like that was one of the weirdest things that, that that's ever happened in terms of just I could not believe that everything just kind of aligned, you know, in terms of just scheduling and and man, that's yeah. Like so when like when I talked to Michael Bean, I knew okay, I think this is probably the the end. Like this has to be the end because I mean, good luck talking to anyone else higher than than Michael Bean. Obviously, there are people higher than Michael Bean, but good luck getting them on your, you know, podcast. So it's, it, it felt right. It felt like, okay, Terminator 101 had its time. And um, it's unfortunate. I mean, not unfortunate, but it, it's, it's, it's sort of like, um, you know, anyone that does something that kind of gains traction. It's like still to this day, I'm still kind of known as the Terminator guy. And, and uh, it kind of bums me. Eh, it kind of bums me out from time to time. It's like, but then I guess, you know, like then I start thinking of Bob Saget and Joe Rogan, like he'll always be the fear factor guy and Bob Saget will always be full house guy. And it's just like, you know, you can't escape that. I guess that initial thing that just kind of struck a chord with a lot of people, you know, that's it. I like, mean, going back to Harry Potter, that Daniel Radcliffe will always be known as Harry Potter. Thank you. Exactly. You know, I mean, no matter how much he tries to break away from it. Yeah. Yeah. He has a. There's very few people that I think in, in, in that particular field of per, like profession that can do that successfully. And, and, and yeah, Daniel Radcliffe has a real hard time. Like anytime I see that guy, I just immediately think of Harry Potter and he could, you know, he can, well, like, what was that one movie where he played like a dead body? You like, you know what I'm talking about? I've not seen that one. No, but rings a bell. I think it was called Swiss army man or Swiss army or. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, he like plays a corpse. Someone did tell me about that. I've not seen it. Plays a corpse. Yeah, he like <laughs> like he plays a corpse that's like rotting or something. And but again, it's, it it just looks like a dead Harry Potter to me. <laughs> <laughs> Voldemort just killed him. Yeah, you know. But then but then you have people like Johnny Depp who who 
can kind of seamlessly go in between and like in and out of roles. And, and I don't necessarily think of him as one character. I mean, the obvious one is Jack Sparrow, but you know, he's done so much that that has differentiated him. And it's, it's just so, it's so interesting. Character actors don't need that just disappear. Oh, those are the best, man. Those are the best. Like talking about black mirror. When I watched one of those episodes that became my favorite with uh, Donald Gleason. Um, I think he's a phenomenal character actor, like where, yes, I see Donald Gleason, but you know, if I'm watching him in black mirror, I get invested into that character versus if I watch, I don't know, ex machina and, and he's in that movie and he's two totally different characters, you know? Yep. It's amazing. I'm trying to think of some character actors now. My brain's useless. Oh dude. No, you're fine. You're fine. It, but it like it, Gary Oldman is the first one that comes to mind. Oh yeah, Gary Oldman. He's a good one. Um, also from from your neck of the woods, uh, Helena Bonham Carter. I think she's a she kind of disappears. You know. Yeah, cause I know I've seen her in a few films, but I can't always put my finger on which film she's in. So uh, I guess so. Yeah, she does a good job. Yeah, I mean Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, Sweeney Todd. She was in Planet of the Apes. Um, of course it was, yeah, buried under all that makeup. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, it's just, it's just crazy, but I was going to compare it like, like it would be like you, right? So you've been doing this illustration, um, stuff for, like you said, for like maybe the last six or seven years, but then uh, like, it would be like you suddenly, I don't know, being a, like becoming a carpenter or something. And people would be like, Oh, remember when you did that illustration stuff? And it's like, yes, yes, yes. I remember when I did that illustration stuff, but now I want to be known as a carpenter. <laughs> it's got to be difficult to shift. Yeah. That's the thing. It's like people just. But everyone has to change and grow and move on. And Oh yeah. It's great. I mean, that's like part of the journey, you know, it's like you have to kind of evolve and, and change and, and, and whatnot. But just so many people love just, you know, pigeonholing and, it, and that's a horrible thing and labels don't like it yeah yeah don't like like i'm stealing this from bob saget but he had a bit on that where it's like pigeonhole doesn't sound right it, 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 it just sounds it's awful not when you say it like that no yeah <laughs> well like right before we uh, started recording i was like all right i'm ready to go uh is your end almost ready and then i realized <laughs> what i said and i was like that sounds weird that like maybe i should have reworded that a little bit <laughs> Just one of those things. I got I got exactly what you meant. But as soon as you said, that sounds weird. I thought, oh, jeez. Oh, shit. Fucking Americans. Yeah. You fucking Americans. <laughs> Dude, what's going on with, um? like, this is obviously one of the big elephants in the room, and, and I hate talking about it because it's just we've talked enough about this shit, but, you know, you are in a, a much different part of the world, so I'm just kind of curious. What's What's all going on with the COVID season right now? Uh, well, the uh, inverted commas leader of our country probably is as well liked as yours. Um, has decided that everything needs to be open again, really. Mm. So it, it's allegedly back to normal. Allegedly, allegedly, <laughs> yeah, that's the key word. Um, I, I'm not. I haven't been following the uh, the infection rate or anything like that recently. 
does it look but like does, still standing a meter away from each other and everyone has to wear masks when they're out in public now and okay it doesn't look like uh it doesn't look like 28 days later not quite okay Whew. <laughs> Give yeah. it another couple of weeks, maybe. Yeah, give it a couple of weeks, and we'll be at 28 <laughs> days later. Damn. Scary, yeah. man. It's scary because, you know, um, over here, uh, specifically in Florida, uh, in Orlando, they have an event at Universal Studios called Halloween Horror Nights, and that happens every year yeah. um, around, uh, you know, around October. And they today they announced that it's canceled this year. And it's, you know... It, but the parks are open, like the theme parks here in Orlando, they're open. And, and, uh, I did hear that and I found that really weird. Right? Like, I mean, <laughs> that's just encouraging issues, surely. It's so tricky, dude, because I get why, you know, I mean, everyone has bills to pay, even, even Universal and Disney, and they got bills to pay, you know, they like, they have to pay for the land. They have to, they got to do that shit, you know, it's so, I get why they were like, look, we got to open. Like, we just have to open. <laughs> I mean, like, that's like with the movie theaters. The movie theaters are really, at least here in the States, as far as I know, they're, it's going to be a real tough time coming back from this, you know, because, again, nobody's going to the movies, and those those buildings are just kind of sitting there, and someone has to pay the rent. So, oh, man, it's just... The cinema's just around the corner from my house. Um, and they keep saying, oh, we're going to be opening on July the 4th. Oh, we're going to open July 31st. And now it's, what, July 25th? And still no sign of them opening at all, which is, on one hand, great. But on another hand, I really want to see a new movie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. Um... But I don't think there are any new movies coming out. They've all been delayed, haven't they? Yeah, everything's been delayed, and and then if they're not like Bill and Ted, I know that's going to VOD. Um, oh, that made me sad. <laughs> um, <laughs> did you know? Uh, do you have uh, Do you have Target over there, or is that just an American thing? Uh, I think that's an American thing. Target, it's like a superstore. You can buy shit. I think I've been to one before, but not in the UK. Okay, so I guess it's an American thing, maybe. But uh, they have a like I was in there the other day. They have a there's an actual coloring book of Keanu Reeves. You can like you can color Keanu Reeves, and I was like, get out of here! Like I knew that they made these things, but I like they never chose an actor that I actually liked. And then and then I saw this, and I was like, wow, that like I would actually buy that if I wanted to color. I just don't want to color, so. But I was like, I was like, buy it anyway because it's Keanu Reeves. Yeah, right. <laughs> but like, I was flipping through it, and it's just like, like, there's a lot of meta shit going on there. Like, there will be a painting on the wall that's that's Keanu Reeves, and then Keanu Reeves is standing to the to the left of it and looking at it or something. It's just very very odd pages. Um, but I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. I like me some Keanu. But like, yeah, dude. I don't know movies and and everything's going to have a hard time, not just movies. I mean, restaurants, you know, they're, Everyone, yeah. they're suffering and, you know, I mean, is this your, is this your full-time job or do you have like a side thing that, that, that you do? Uh, no, I do a side thing. Okay. Wouldn't it, wouldn't um, it, wouldn't it be nice if, if the, to pay the bills. 
Yeah. So, uh, Wouldn't it be nice if the illustration thing was that's the full time thing, like the podcasting? Like it would be so cool if this was my full time gig. It it would be ideal, but then I'm not sure if it would take some of the enjoyment away. Yeah, that's true. That's so true. You do you ever wake up? becomes a job it becomes a job and it's like oh i have to do it <laughs> yeah no no you're so true man you're so true on that statement because like do you ever wake up and you have like a like like you have someone that's commissioned you to do something and and assuming there's not a deadline right assuming that you have some time to do this do you ever just wake up and and think to yourself hmm i really don't want to do this right now and you have the luxury of not doing it right now because it's not necessarily your job Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. Yes. Yeah, where I think oh, you have to be in the right kind of mood. Well, I do it. To, I find that you do. To actually get into a piece, you've you've got to be zoned in. Yeah. And if you can't get zoned in, then it's it becomes difficult. Well, plus for you because you, you have to. And you have... then the next day you look at it and you think, oh, I don't like that. And you have to do it again. So it's. Yeah, for you, you, like you have to really kind of. It's a. It, it's you know. It's it sounds almost like, like I'm sure to some people it would sound kind of bogus to say this, but I mean, it is a physically demanding thing, you know, because you are. Um, I assume in like the like the first couple stages, you know, you are still kind of doing it the old fashioned way, right? You're kind of hand drawing. No, yeah, yeah. Still got pencils and sketchbooks. Um, yeah. to map out ideas, brainstorm. Um, the 101 at seven logo, for example, that's still at, um, pencil state. Yeah, man. That's, I mean, just like anyone, just like pick up a pen, <laughs> pick up a pen and, 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 and write your name a hundred times or something, you know, it, it starts to take a toll on your hand. So it's just like, you know, it's, I get it. I, I like I, and, and, but like, it's, it's great that you realize that, you know, that, okay, maybe today I don't want to do it right now. And you afford yourself that luxury of being like, it's okay. Like, I don't have to do it right now. You know, um, same thing with, you know, the same thing with, uh, cause I can relate with the podcast, dude, there's some days I wake up, man. And, and, uh, not any time that it's been, cause this was like this episode with you and I was supposed to happen multiple times and it kept getting delayed for various reasons. Yeah. But the most recent one was because of weather. I was like, dude, it is literally about to hurricane where I am. And I, I'm pretty sure that we'll be halfway through the episode and I, it, it, the power is going to go out. And it did that night. So I was like, yeah, so, um, uh, yeah, I understood that one. 2016, I was stuck in a, uh, Orlando thunderstorm. That's right. Yeah. You did tell me about that. You were stuck in, uh, in, in Orlando, man. So you have been over here like to, to Florida. And, um, Jesus, I've never seen rain like it. Yeah. It's, it's crazy because I, I know we have, um, let me see here. I'm going to pull it up here because I know there's a tropical storm brewing right now. Uh, what is it called? Have they, uh, well, well, they haven't named it yet. Tropical Storm Hannah. There we go. I think is the name of it. Yeah, Hannah. Yep, it's expected to be a hurricane before it makes landfall in Texas. So it's going to do like the, it's going to do, I guess, the the Katrina thing. It's going to go up that way. Um, right. But man, yeah, it's like we're in hurricane season. So now we have to add that on top of everything else that's fucking happening in this goddamn world. Is like we have a, we have a fucking pandemic. 
we have all this racial shit going on, protests happening still over here, and and now we got a fucking hurricane coming toward us. It's just like, come on. 2020, you, you literally suck. Give me a break, man. Yeah. This is a record year of just bullshit. So I've never been in a hurricane, but yeah, your thunderstorms are brutal. What do you get over there in the UK? Like, what's the what's rain. the <laughs> just rain? That's it. Just rain, rain. Yeah. Oh man, I'm jealous. Um, rain and wind. What about occasionally snow? What about humidity? Is it pretty humid? Um, at the minute, yeah, it's horrible. Um, well, it's been baking hot during the day, about thirty degrees. Oh, wait, hold on, thirty degrees. Centigrade. Oh, okay, okay. Okay. 88. Fahrenheit. Fahrenheit. Um, And then as it cools off in the evening, it gets really sticky, like when you walk into a reptile house. Yeah. (laughs) And it's really, just makes you so tired and uncomfortable. We're in that kind of stage right now. And then it rains again, and it's fine. Yeah, man. I've never been over there. I got to get over there at some point. Obviously not right now, but I got to get over there at some point because I think it's just, I don't know. I mean, itching to get back over to Florida, to be fair. Yeah, but, but see, like... One of you, my favorite holiday destinations. Of, oh, yeah. It's so, I mean, there's so, like, there is a lot to do in uh in Florida, but, you know, living here your whole life, you kind of get desensitized to it. It's just like, oh, God, yeah. Theme parks. Oh, beaches. Yeah, okay. <laughs> But uh, I I definitely understand the the draw to a lot of people. But it's like I just wanna I just wanna see other parts of the world. Like I just know there's so much. Like like it's very much like I feel like Truman from the Truman Show. Like I'm only I'm only in this little part of the world, and I'm trying to get out, and and uh, shit just keeps keeping me where I am. You get stuck in a bubble. Literally, literally. But uh. Have you ever done that? I don't think I've seen enough of the world myself, to be fair, but. Yeah, like where have you been? Like, go back to my favorite place over and over. Where, like, besides uh, besides Florida, where else have you, like, have you visited anywhere else? Um, I've been to Germany twice. Um, Mallorca when I was a kid, Portugal, Turkey. Damn. Yeah, you've been around, man. Um, I literally have never left the States. Wow. Yeah. (laughs) To be fair, you've got pretty much every climate available in the States, I believe. That's for sure. Yeah. You've got mountains with snow and you've got forests and deserts and seasides and country and all kinds. That's true. That's true. Yeah, I don't know. I think if I lived in the States, I wouldn't feel the need to go elsewhere either. I don't know. Well, it's not even that. It's just like the idea of of you have to experience more of the world. I feel like just to, if if for nothing else, just to appreciate it a little more. You know, it's just you have to kind of, you have to see the, going back to the accent thing. Like you have to see the, the various forms of life that are out there, you know, cause I know it's just, it's, there's the American way. And then of course there's the, I don't know, there's the European way. There's the, 
the the Japanese way. There's there's so many ways that that one can live their life, and it, it's you know it's nice to kind of get a taste of that. I would assume Japan Japan is a place that interests me. I'd love to go there, but I'd also be afraid to go there because the culture is so different. Yeah, yeah. Trying to adapt. Yeah. So, because I spend most of my time going on holiday to places where people speak English. That's true. That's true. It is a very kind of freaky idea of going to a place that, but I mean, isn't English becoming like the like the number one language worldwide? I think it's the most widespread language. Yeah. Yeah, like I think even if you go to Japan, there like all the signs will be translated, or most of the signs will be translated to English. Um, that's crazy. Isn't that crazy? Like, like that's. Can you imagine being Japanese and like that's where you're born, and then like you you grew up in this time where all the signs were in Japanese, and then slowly as the years go by, you start to see this thing called English start taking over. It's just like, what? It must be odd. Yeah. What the fuck? And yet, yet you yet you have no desire to learn it because it's just like, why would I? It's just like. I, like I'm Japanese. I'm gonna like I'm I, I, I'm like that's how I feel about English. It's like I don't want to learn any other languages. I don't know. Like I'm kind of lazy. Yeah, likewise. I mean, yeah. I tried a couple of languages when I was younger, but got too lazy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's just like I don't know. I'm good with English, and again, it's because probably because it is the most popular language in the world. So it's like, all right, I'm. I know the most popular language, so I guess I'm okay. Good to go. I mean, it was a, a bit of a shock when I went to Germany the second time. Why? It was just myself and my uh, girlfriend. And uh, well, I know a few odd words and sentences, but I just wasn't prepared for <laughs> the lack of English, I guess. I mean, that sounds a bit big-headed, but... <laughs> We got there, and every sign is in German. Everyone's speaking German. No one spoke English. Nothing. And that that was a bit of a learning curve, a wake up call, maybe. Yeah, for sure. Damn, I uh, I would have to. Well, because they have this. Like, have you seen this thing advertised? Um, I don't know how well it works. And, you know, obviously in the commercials it works beautifully, but I don't know how well it would work in real life. But it's like this machine. And you just kind of carry it around with you and you go up to someone and let's say it's your situation where you're an English speaking human in Germany. So you go up to the counter at a restaurant and you're just like, hi, I would like to order such and such. You speak into this thing and then you hold it up to the person and then it it speaks their language to them. And then like vice versa from Star Trek. <laughs> something like that yeah and then they speak into it and then it translates it back to english i'm not sure how uh how well that would work with google translate these days well that's what i'm saying like i don't know anyone that's ever actually used this thing but i keep seeing it pop up like i'm watching a youtube video or something like it'll just pop up randomly and i'm like that's actually something that uh if it actually is dependable and not just looking good for this commercial that could actually be something that's useful because, you know, you, you can't just hire. I mean, you can, but a lot of people don't want to hire someone to follow them around and translate the whole day. Mm -hmm. So get that little thing. To find out more about that. Yeah. Like, I don't even know what it's called. Let me see here. 
Uh, da, 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 what like 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 what? What would you type in? Uh, voice translator machine. There we go. Let's see what pops up. So yeah, there's like a lot of these things that you can buy, but I'm trying to see if the the commercial one that I saw pops up. Is this it? I think this might be it. Let me see here. Just goes back to what you said earlier about how crazy technology is these days. Oh, it's oh, it's it's mind-boggling. I have this connected to Bluetooth. Let me know. Can you hear this or or not? Yeah. Excuse me. Can you hear that? No. No. Okay, so it only plays for me. Damn. I would love it if it plays for the guests too, but I guess it only plays in my headset. Um, but this is what I'm talking about. Uh, so when you listen back to the episode, if if you if you listen to nothing else, just listen to this part because it's like this American woman walking up to a Japanese lady and she's like, hello. And then it translates it into, I guess, I don't know, Kanichiwa or something. Um, yeah. Yeah. Pretty cool. I don't know. Hold on. Yeah. What's this thing called? Let me see here. Excuse me. Oh, no. She says, excuse me. What's this thing called? Let me get to the end of this thing. But if everything worked as well as it does in the commercials, we'd all be okay, wouldn't we? I guess. Yeah, right? It trans... <laughs> It says it translates your words in as little as 0.2 seconds. That's insane. Let me see here. What's the name of this thing? They're not giving me the name. This thing has no name. It's just what it is. <laughs> we call it the no name translator. That's it. Yeah. From now on. <laughs> this translator requires no internet to function. What? How? What? <laughs> okay, now I'm mind blown. Yeah. Well, for... For everyone that's curious about what I'm watching, just if you're on YouTube, type in language translation device and it pops up. But it doesn't tell me what I the... Think Go ahead. YouTube advert should start with the name of the product. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Especially if you're going to skip it after five seconds. Yeah, that's so true. That's so true. It's... um. That's a That's a phenomenal point you bring up there. A lot of those ads, they don't... They don't get their message across in five seconds because let's be real, everyone skips. <laughs> no one actually watches those. That, like unless you're actually intrigued by what they're offering, no one watches that shit. So my YouTube's been playing music videos as adverts. I'm like, okay, I'll, I'll listen to this, see what it's like. Yeah, <laughs> you know the ones that I always actually watch uh, are the ones where it's like, and these ones do work in the five seconds. They grab your attention, and it's usually like, hey, do you? Do you want to make a lot of money, or or hey, yeah. or uh, like what? Like I'm, try, I'm trying to think of what the other one is. Uh, do do you hate your life or something like that? <laughs> Just like, all right, I want to yes, keep. Yes, I do. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I want to keep watching. Um, and it's always this like really buff guy that is like like he just looks straight out of a fucking magazine, so fake it's not even funny. And it's just like, <laughs> I have the secrets to success. Click the link. And it's just like, all right, skip. But you were entertaining. You were entertaining. I, like, I'll, I'll give you that, sir. You were very entertaining. Entertaining, but if it was true, everyone would be successful. Yeah, like, I, oh, man. There's so many of those I see where it's like the camera is walking with the guy. And it's like, a, he, he's like at a mansion. And he's like, do you see this? Do, like, do you see these cars I have? Like, these are all my cars. And then he walks in and it's like, do you see this pool? This pool is mine. All right. And it's just part of me is thinking, 
is that really your house or is that just did you guys rent that (laughs) for that location just for the commercial that's it see this amazing car i have if you work really 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 hard (laughs) and put all your time and effort into it i'll have another car just like it next year oh man we won't (laughs) that's the way it is yeah yeah success is success is weird how how certain people achieve it and and then of course it's measured i find weird well yeah how do you measure like what is your measurement of success like what do you define as success myself yeah like the alan steen definition uh still being alive at 38 i consider that quite successful (laughs) there you go managed to keep myself going only 38 damn dude nice 38 yeah i wasn't gonna admit to that (laughs) you're like all right shit i don't talk about on the podcast age uh (laughs) my 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 other profession uh sex life uh just like yeah but no like that's a that's a that that's a that's a good one that you're just even fucking alive in the first place um no, I mean, success is, is different to everyone, I suppose. It depends on how materialistic or shallow or deep you can be. Yeah, I think it goes back to, to our point, right? So you and I have, have things that bring us joy, that bring us real happiness. And for you, it's illustrating, designing, creating, being an artist. Uh, for me, it's podcasting, yeah. it's, it's, it's conversing um communicating and you know the fact that we can wake up and we can do it but we can also have that luxury of today i don't know today it feels like a job and i don't want it to feel like a job so i'm not going to do it today that's i mean like that's pretty awesome and now of course we do have jobs that you know unfortunately we can't be like uh i don't feel like doing it today well too bad you have to like what when you've signed a contract does it that or yeah just like anything um but it is nice to have that you know that side gig that just brings you happiness and and again it's like you like you like you had a really good point there of do i want this to be my full-time profession because then you know do i have that luxury of putting it to the side when i don't want to do it or do i have to do it because now i'm i'm not doing that that first thing I was doing that that's paying the bills. So, I mean, maybe a different variation on the same work would be all right. Oh, so yeah, like, cause I love doing my sci-fi and fantasy pop culture stuff in my spare time. But if I had a job where I was designing, I don't know, leaflets or something or billboards, something a little different. Yeah. It might be that might, I might feel differently, but. If I was just doing the pop culture stuff all day, every day for a job, it would get tiresome, I think. Yeah, like you would have a friend over. They'd be like, all right, man, what do you want to watch today, Batman? You'd be like, fuck no. Get that shit. <laughs> get that shit away from me right now. I will literally end you. Get out of here. <laughs> do, do not say Batman to me one more time. Yeah. I, I've never, never thought myself of saying that, to be fair, but it could happen, I suppose. No, like that's the worst case scenario. You don't want it to get to that point where it's like, no, I don't want it to get to that. Yeah, man, I feel that. I feel it. So, like, there are sometimes, you know, I'm coming clean. I'm coming clean. Where 
like I said, I've, I've woken up and I'm just like, I don't, I just know I'm not on my A game today. I like, I'm just, I'm just not in the mood to talk. And so like, if I have something scheduled that day, you know, I might have to pull a little, uh, uh, a little, uh, white lie out of me and be like, Hey, uh, uh, you know, I, I, usually I'll be honest, honestly, usually I'll just be like, I'm just not feeling it today. I, I hope you're okay with that. Uh, can we reschedule? And you know, nine times out of 10, they're like, okay, yeah, that's totally fine. And then you, you get that odd person. That's like, what do you mean? You don't feel it. It's just, it's like, what do you, what? I don't feel it. I mean, I think everyone should be open enough to just say, Hey, I'm not feeling it. Do you mind if we reschedule and everyone should be sure? No problem. Exactly. Yeah. I don't know. It's it's one of those stigmas with society, isn't it? You've got to be okay. And to say, I'm not feeling up, up to it seen as a bit of a flaw but it shouldn't be that's true that's true yeah but then like you flip it on them it's like what you you're telling me you wake up every day feeling 100 percent. it's like no you don't i don't care who you are you could be Ke- keanu reeves no keanu reeves doesn't wake up feeling 100 percent every day as hard as that is to believe ladies and gentlemen keanu reeves does not wake up feeling 100 percent every day so no probably 200 percent but <laughs> yeah, he probably feels like 90 somewhere around there but uh yeah it's just it's just uh you got to find that right balance so everyone has tired days yeah yeah and assuming like you know um i don't know about you but i mean i'm not really i mean i know i should be but i'm really not big into exercise or like i don't really do a whole lot when it comes to you know i guess keeping the body in in good shape fortunately you know i am 27 and and i have a pretty good metabolism rate so you know weight isn't an issue right now and and so i you know i i really don't think i'm in too much uh shit currently but like you know if you don't because a lot of people say that you know if 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 you're exercising and 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 you know you're eating right and and doing all that stuff then you you do wake up feeling a lot better you know, like that's, that is something yeah. that is. Even even then you'd still have the bad days. Like, do you exercise or, 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 um, is, or is that on the list of shit not to talk about? <laughs> I, hike, I hike my huskies. Oh, that's right, dude. You, yeah, you have dogs. That's but right. other than that, I'm not really now. Yeah. Yeah. You got uh what is it? Two, two huskies, two huskies. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. That, that that's why I came to a, a different building to do this chat. Oh, because <laughs> they'd be barking like crazy, howling, probably wow. maybe barking or bugging me to play or something. Damn, that's awesome, dude. That's awesome. Have you that's always been an animal person, or sorry? Have you always been a animal person? Always loved animals. Yeah. Um, but these are my first that I've had myself. If that makes sense. Huh. I had them when I was back home with my parents, but this is the first time I've actually had my dogs. Yeah. Yeah, man. That's so cool, man. And, you know, it's a lot of people, a lot of people would, uh, would say that, you know, animals to them are more important than humans. And, you know, I mean, I've never, 
it it all depends, I guess, how you're raised. I was raised with no animals, so it's it's hard for me yeah. to it's hard for me to understand what that what that connection is like. But I know so many people that literally, you know, I I have some friends that I hang out with and you would think that they would rather be hanging out with their pets than me. And it's just like <laughs> the hell? What the fuck? Like why am I even here? <laughs> <laughs> So I do spend more time with the Huskies than I do with humans. See? Um, so, yeah. so, so you understand that, like you understand that, like that, that, that real deep connection. Yeah. I mean, they're like my boys cause I haven't got children. So they are my, my kids, I guess. I bet you, so, yeah, I'm, with them, I'm with them all day, every day. I be- Unless I'm at work. Or- I, I bet if no other movies get you to cry, animal movies get you to cry. Like if the dog dies at the oh, end. Man. A dog's purpose had me in tears. See? The whole way. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I love that you're brave no. enough to admit that. Uh, no, I was in the cinema watching that one and, uh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you had dry eyes for five minutes. <laughs> I'm trying to think. Because I've seen, you know, I've seen a fair share of films. I'm trying to think if there's been a movie where uh, an animal, just any animal, but I guess specifically a dog that dies and it actually affected me. I think I think I Am Legend uh, affected me a little bit. Um, oh, yeah. He's got a dog in that one. Yeah, but he has to put it down because I think it's infected or something. Um, yeah. That was pretty sad because, you know, obviously that was his, he was the, like, that was all he had in that movie. Yeah. So I think that affected me. Um, I'm trying to think of some other movies where pets die, man, what a morbid subject. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) what did you guys talk about? Oh, we talked about pets dying. Um, wow. But no, dog's purpose made me so sad. I still haven't seen the sequel. A dog's (laughs) purpose. That's the one where the dog dies and then reincarnates. Yeah. Interesting. I, I got to see that one. Man, it, you, you've got a, a dog dying sort of every 10, 15 minutes. Oh, motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> they knew it, too. They knew it. They knew it. They were like, oh, yeah. You you think it's hard when, when the dog dies one time? Fuck that. We're going to make him die yeah, 17 times. times. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but, man. To be fair, I don't think there was a dry eye in the house. So uh, I didn't feel too bad. Oh. Didn't that was it that movie or was it some other movie where it came under fire like they like the people got in trouble because they were actually making the dog do some like some, yeah it was it was that movie yeah I remember reading about that like it, it it came under fire because the dog was actually doing shit that put it in peril yeah there's um a sequence in the movie other not spoilers for anyone who hasn't seen it but um as a police dog jumps in a a raging river to That's rescue right. someone. That's right. Yep. And I don't think the dog wanted to go into the raging waters. It wasn't a river. It was just a, a green screen tank, but it didn't want to do it. And they just threw it in anyway. Oh man. <sighs> Which is the second reason why I haven't seen the sequel yet. <laughs> oh, okay. So you're just kind of like when that came out, you're like, eh, but, man, no, yeah, I'm, I'm lost interest. I don't want to be sat there crying my eyes out to a, a movie that was made by horrible people. 
Yeah, that's that's that, that's a fine line you walk when you get animals involved in movies because. <sighs> well, I yeah. mean, I mean, I saw another an animal film the other day, um, Alpha. Alpha, Alpha. All about. Um, I mean, it's set in Europe twenty thousand years ago. Let's see here, Alpha. It's a, a young boy and he befriends a wolf. Is it? Oh, okay, yep, yep, from 2018. Huh. Yeah. An epic adventure set in the last nice age. Five wild bison huh. died during production. <laughs> oh, wow. And it has an 80%. Afterwards, and I thought, wow, Jesus, that's hmm. pretty savage. Interesting film. And it got uh, it received generally favorable reviews. Hmm. Yeah, didn't make a lot of money. Yeah, there's a. I think the most popular pet movie. Uh, I don't know. I'm thinking of like Marley and Me. I'm thinking of. Oh, what's that one with um, that Gene guy? Gene, Gene. Uh, the hell is his name? Oh, why am I drawing a blank here? Um, what the hell is it called? Gene, what's his name? Gene, not Gene Wilder, not Hackman, not a lot of dead air right here. A lot of dead air. Yeah, sorry, nothing. <laughs> no, 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 it's fine. Uh, uh, all right, I know the director. Let me do this here. Lassie Alstrom. Click him. All right, let's see here. That's what surprised me about Alpha, actually, the director. <laughs> The movie I'm thinking about is Hachi. There we go. A Dog's Tale. Hachi. Yeah, I think that's a pretty popular one. And Rich never saw it. Richard Gere. Where did I get Gene? Richard Gere. Close. Close. That's a that that's a pretty popular one. And then of course you know uh, those Airbud movies. You ever see those yeah. movies? I've tried watching one of those. I think. <laughs> That's actually the same dog. No dog is a favorite in our house. That's the same dog from Full House. I think I'm pretty sure that's the same dog that played Comet. But uh, yeah, man. I'm not sure that there is here Full House. You wait, hold on. What did you just say? I don't think that show airs over here. Oh, okay, but you have seen it. I've heard of it. <gasps> you haven't seen Full House? No. Oh man. That is like, that's my, I think I've just, I think I've determined that's my favorite television show of all time. Like of all time. Like I've seen a lot of shows and, and at one point walking dead held that spot and twilight zone, but yeah, full house, you know, it's just, it's feel good entertainment. And at the end of the day, you know, that's what, I don't know, as I get older, I'm realizing that's what I, you know, when I'm feeling down, I don't want to watch an episode of Twilight Zone. It's it's, it's going to make me feel worse. It's going to make you worse, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Like, uh, like, I'm not going to pull up Walking Dead. It's like, what the hell's wrong with you? But Full House, you know, it just, I don't know, it just makes you makes you think like the world can be okay. It's funny because I went through the same thing in my, I've always been into film, but um, I went through a phase of Oscar winning movies in my sort of, well, it was horrors in my mid-teens and then into the Oscar bait kind of stuff. So I approached my 20s. 
but as I approached my thirties, it was all just stupid comedies and feel good stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Action fantasy. And that's kind of where it stayed. Yeah, no, there's nothing wrong with that. I, I don't mind something that makes you think, but more often than not, it's just, I want to just have fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, there's nothing wrong with that. And it sounds like you have the similar path as me because it sounds like maybe back when you were younger, ironically, you were a little more kind of, not to offend you, stuck up, right? Like, I, like, because I, because I know I was stuck up when it came to like my entertainment. Like, it has to be, it has to be so. You know, if it's not 90% on Rotten Tomatoes, I'm not watching it. Or, you know, shit like that. It's just... Yeah, right. Um, possibly in my late teens, yeah. If it wasn't highly recommended by Empire Magazine, then I didn't want to know. Yeah, exactly. Um, I mean, there was no Rotten Tomatoes when I was at that point. There you um, go. Well, like, oh, well, hold on. I'm just going to stop you in your tracks here because you, you just said tomatoes. Tomatoes. Yeah. Tomatoes. Yeah. Tomatoes. Yeah. Tomatoes. tomatoes. <laughs> I love it. I love it. But anyways, continue. Sorry. I just had to I just had to highlight that. Two cultures separated by the same language, right? That's crazy. I and I love the um, way you just phrased that. Two 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 cultures, one same language. That's crazy. We're separated by a common language. We speak the same language, but it's very different. Yeah, exactly. Yet I still understand you. Like there's like you haven't said anything I haven't understood. Have I said stuff that like you're kind of scratching your head going, eh, what the hell is he saying? Not yet. <laughs> yeah, because like what could I? Like it's the same language. It's just we say it differently. It's not like I'm saying yeah. – you know, I don't know. Pronunciations are a little different sometimes, perhaps. Yeah. I don't know, man. I don't know. Um, but no, nothing yet. I think a lot about that stuff. I like, like this is the shit I think about and really why I realized maybe I should, you know, I, cause I clearly I can talk about film and, and I love talking about film and, but it's just like, I'm, I'm so fascinated by the, like the wildest stuff and then like the dumbest stuff, like the dumbest thing fascinates me. Um, I pretty much the same. I stupidity fascinates me. Like you mean people being stupid? Well, just how stupid some things can be or how <laughs> silly or, um, yeah, people sometimes. Yeah. No, no, like that's yeah, like a lot of these shows on TV that have people being stupid caught on camera. Yeah, those are my favorite. Like that's my favorite yeah, example yeah. is is there's a lot of stupid uh, shit in life, but Oh man, how? Why? What possessed you? Yeah, um there's this clip that's been going around and and I saw it from from Rogan, but uh it was like this woman and I think it's it happened during the riots. I think that's like what was happening. And I think she had broken into someone's car and I guess the person whose car it was, was filming or it, it, it might've just been someone random either way. They were like up in an apartment building that, and they were filming her down on the street, breaking into the car. And then I think the woman filled the car with gasoline and, and like her, her, her purpose was to set it on fire. And she reaches in, like she literally puts, 
kind of like half of her body through the window to, I guess, you know, light the light the car. And this fucking <laughs> this fucking car literally explodes almost and blows her back. <laughs> and, and 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 it's just like you are so stupid on so many levels. It's it's nothing more than entertainment for me. Like I don't feel bad for you at all. I don't feel remorse. I don't feel anything other than how dumb could you be to do what you just did? I mean, you filled the car with gasoline and you're going to lean in and try to light it on fire. Have you not seen a movie where you step back or you've seen a show or you've seen real life camera shit? Just throw a match or something. Don't lean in and try to set it you know, like two inches from you. You're so just going to say, at least throw the mat in there. Come on. Yeah. Well, I mean, come on. So that, that stuff never gets old, never gets old. So I know what you're talking about. We had a show here for a while called the world's craziest fools. Um, presented by Mr. T, which just made it even more hilarious. That's funny. (laughs) Yeah, there's a segment on that that my girlfriend and I love it. Driving fools. That's funny. He... And it's just people from different countries and the crazy stuff they get up to in their cars. <laughs> my God. Does he pity them when they happen? <laughs> <laughs> funny you say that. Yeah, he does. He's like, oh, I pity you. I, I pity the fool. Look at this fool. That's crazy. Well, yeah, because you know Bob Saget, he hosted America's Funniest Home Videos. Okay. And that was um that was back in the nineties. It's still going, but now it's been through a few iterations. But Saget was the original host and that was just like a a show where people sent in home videos of Yeah you know, people jumping we on trampolines and We had it, one called You've Been Framed. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And that was um primetime TV in the nineties and now it's just sort of daytime television for people that have nothing to do. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. It's still going. It is funny to, you know, hear him talk about hosting that show cuz he was always kind of, you know, he was always uh like what am I doing? What am I doing with my life? I'm hosting a show where we're showing clips of people getting hit in the nuts and <laughs> it's just like what am I doing with my career? And now in hindsight, he looks back on it very fondly and he's like, "Yeah, you know, that was a that was a thing I did." <laughs> Not in point for some. Yeah, you know, it's it's funny. I don't know. I look back on, and I'm sure I'm going to flip it to you as well, but I look back on a lot of shit I used to do, you know, where I was maybe not in, entirely proud of it or, you know, kind of embarrassed by it, whatever. And now I look back on it and it's like, all right, well, you know, it doesn't define me, but yeah, no. I did it. I'm sure you have similar feelings. Yeah. <laughs> Like I used so to do. When you look back, it, it it is what it is, or it was what it was, and you can't regret it because it's what you wanted to do at the time. So. Yeah, like I used to hang out with a lot of a lot of weird people, and like in hindsight, it's like, oh man, yeah, you guys were weird, and thank God you're not in my life anymore. But hey, you know what? I hung out with you, and I did that, and you kind of shaped me into who I am. So I guess in a way, thanks. But, you know, and now I wonder if they're still as weird as they were or if or if life got a hold of them and, and changed them, 
you know, and that's one of the great, that's one of the great things about, you know, social media, because now I can reach out to them and I can be like, Hey, I have a podcast and, and I'd love to catch up with you. And really a lot of times, like if it's people I know, like from the past, a lot of times it's me trying to figure out, are you still the way you were? Are you still the same person? And sometimes they are. And sometimes they're just, they're a 180 wholeheartedly. They're just, they've, they've matured so much and, and, uh, and it's really awesome to see. So that's one of the benefits of, of, uh, of doing this podcast and, and talking. Yeah, it's great, dude. It's great, man. I love it so much. And then doing stuff like this, you know, it's just, you know, I've only known you through, through, you know, your, your profile picture and, 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 and the digital words that you and I would send to each other. And it's strange, wasn't it? Almost like digital words are just that. And then you realize there's actual, there's a person on the other end and they've got their own life and they do their own things. Yeah. Yeah. And you have your own voice and, and you had an idea of what they sounded like and, and then you picked up and you sort of fulfilled it. But then at the same time, you, you threw a, you threw a curveball at me with just, you know, all right, I guess that's not entirely how I thought he sounded, but all right, that's how he sounds now. So now it's <laughs> like, now I can't. How would you thought I sounded? That'd be funny. How well? See now it's hard because now now all I have is now I just hear this the way you talk because now this is Alan Steen and you know and it's weird to talk to you saying your name, um, but how did I hold on? I'm trying to think how I thought you might have sounded. Maybe a little more gruntled, maybe like you have a very kind of soft, smooth voice, and I thought maybe you would have. Like I like I honestly expected something like yeah like like I don't know why I don't know why, but it was just like that's what I when I thought of Alan Steen and 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 when you read those digital words that people send you I like I don't know about you but I kind of make a voice in my head. Yep. I don't know if I'm like admitting that I'm psychotic, but uh, I I I I kind of narrate for me and the person. So it's not like I read what I said and then what they said the same way. I'll read what I said the way I would say it and then I'll read what they say in a different way just to just to kind of give it that, you know, A and B kind of thing. I know exactly what you mean. It's not crazy. Okay. Whew. Honestly. <laughs> Got me worried over here. But um no, I do, I do the same thing. Yeah, it's just so strange. So strange. It's like reading, when you read a book, you've you've got the way the character sounds in your head. That's true. And then you and then you see the movie, and it's like that's not what I imagined. Yeah, or <laughs> or you listen to the audiobook and the person you know narrating does know. their voice, and it's just like whoa, whoa, hold up. Mm -mm. Yeah, dude, I don't do a lot of reading. Uh, do you do a lot of reading? Not as much anymore. No. I just don't have the attention span. I literally start falling asleep. Yeah, it's a handy device to, to nod off. <laughs> right? <laughs> a book. Yeah. If I was like a doctor or something, I'd be like, you don't need a pill. You don't need a pill. All you need is, uh, I don't know, Moby Dick. Read, read Moby Dick and you'll, 
come back and tell me that you still have insomnia. <laughs> yeah. You're going to... Especially if it's a big book and you fall like nod off and it hits you in the face and knocks you out cold. That's a good one. There you go. There you go. Yeah, I don't do a lot of reading. I do, if anything, audiobooks. Audiobooks are the way to go because they, in a way, are like a podcast, which is funny because, you know, with, with COVID and everything and, and movies kind of being uh, pushed to the wayside for a little while, it's, you know, I do have Netflix, but a lot of my entertainment is coming from YouTube, podcasts, you know, shit like that. That's like, that's really where I'm getting a lot of my entertainment, you know? Can you imagine this outbreak before the digital age? That would suck. Yeah. So something like this back in, let's say the, let's say 1984. Wink, wink. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be, oh man, that'd be wicked. Oh, but I mean, they've already, like, they went through that back in what, 1917, 1918, something like that? The Spanish thing? Yeah, they did. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man. They were fucked. Mm. <laughs> like, locked in your garden playing croquet. Hey. Yeah. Oh, man. I wonder if there's someone uh, out there. I wonder if there's someone out there that went through the Spanish flu. I would love to talk to them, but they're probably dead. Or they probably, or they probably don't even know how to how to operate a phone. I'm trying to think here. Let's see, the Spanish flu, 1918. Yeah, no, nah, they're all dead. It's like trying to talk to someone that was on the Titanic. I mean, the oldest person I know was born in 1920, 1928, 26. Sorry, 1926. Yeah, so even then, that's crazy. That's Sorry. crazy. 1918. That's 102 years. Yeah, no one's alive. <laughs> That's uh, crazy. That line of wow. It, and it lasted, damn, I'm reading it right here. It lasted from 1918 to 1920. Two years. Dude, I don't want to jinx anything, but what if we're still experiencing this one year from now? Not to be morbid, but I think we will be. Oh, God. Not as dr- as dramatic or as drastic as it is now, perhaps, yeah. but I think cases will be popping up all over the place for a while yet. Oh, man. And look, I'm not saying this thing, is, this thing isn't real, this thing isn't serious, but, like, I'm just sick and tired of hearing about it. And look, I, I, I just think if I was... I don't know. I guess I'm in the the field of or the category, not the field, the category of people that aren't necessarily truly affected by it. But it's like, if anything, like, why haven't I gotten it yet? Like, <laughs> I've been in, you know, like I have a day job where I have to go and interact with people. So like, why haven't I gotten it yet? <laughs> like, the chances of me at least contracting something, I would think are pretty high. And like, I'm perfectly fine. And I'm in one of the worst states where it's kind of bubbled back up again. Shit. You know? I don't know. Like, I don't want to say it's not real because, I mean, it clearly is real. But part of me is like, are we just blowing this thing a little out of proportion? Just a little. Just a little. I I thought myself that I'd have had it by now. Because I had to keep working throughout the lockdown. Yeah. And you you haven't, like, and, Um, and you've been perfectly fine, right? But there's been nothing. My girlfriend, she's um, a chef, and she was working in um, 
care home, which were riddled with the virus. Mm. But she came through unscathed, luckily. Yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know. It's crazy. My sister-in-law, she works at the local hospital. She got it. She like she confirmed like it like it was confirmed. Yeah, yeah, she was confirmed. Wow. But it put her on her ass for seven or eight days, and then she bounced uh, back she, from it. She's got no memory of it. Wait, hold on. She has no memory of it. No, I mean little bits like the start when she first started coming down with the uh, symptoms. She can remember that, but the a period of time where she was on bed rest for like six days, she can barely remember anything. Wow, was she on some like serious like medication and and? No, I think it was just like fever and the headaches and things like that. Just she's like choosing not to remember it. She's like, I don't want to remember what that felt like. I don't know. <laughs> I haven't spoken about it at length, but wow. Um, yeah, she was. It was pretty serious. Yeah, she's okay I... now. Well, that's good. But like, I, like seriously, I think you might be the one of the first like people that I've talked to directly that can tell me something like that. So that's, yeah, that's the only case that I know of in my circle. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, man. I don't know. Look, I, I, I genuinely hope that we're not still dealing with this shit because it's just, I don't know, four months and I'm already just done and over with. I can't imagine adding another year to that. No. So, I mean, I think some of the measures that are in place are going to be here for a while. And hopefully they keep it at bay and that'll be that. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully. But um, yeah, man, look, it's, uh, it's, it's, uh, we've been going for an hour and 20 some odd minutes here. So um, I'm going to, uh, I'm going to continue on here, but I, I genuinely enjoyed the conversation i i i loved finally figuring out what the fuck you sounded like um because <laughs> you were just like i said you were just this profile picture in my head for a long 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 time and and yeah, uh, we've, cool. we finally put that to rest so um so, i don't always have much to say so it's uh Ah, dude, trust me, man. It's, it's, it's the beauty of, it's the beauty of life. It's again, I, I feel like this is the accent episode. It's, it's, it's worth the accent episode. We're yeah. coming back to the, to the accent thing. It's just, it's the variety and spice of life. Not everyone is gonna, is gonna chit chat out their asshole. It's, you know, people, people have different ways of communicating and, and, you know, you're a man of few words, but you're a man of very important words. So, um, I thank you. And your work speaks for itself. Express myself visually more than verbally. <laughs> exactly, Which man. is kind of difficult over the phone. <laughs> no, man. Your 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 work speaks for itself. It's amazing shit. Um, it's not shit, but it's amazing. Um, and uh, I couldn't be happier with with my my interactions with you. And and uh, I can't wait to see what one hundred and one at seven looks like. Um, no rush at all. Because I mean, I'm kind of in a. Well, like I said earlier on, man, that one is kicking my butt a little bit. I'm like, I have no clue what you're doing with it, and I wouldn't have it any other way. Um, so don't like send me like like don't just just don't send me anything. Just send me the finished product. <laughs> Fair enough. I trust you enough. I trust you enough. Um, 
but yeah, man, this was a lot of fun and, and, uh, obviously we're going to stay in contact, but, uh, hopefully people listening to this, they definitely check out your work and, and, uh, if they're looking for someone to, uh, commission something, you're the guy to go to, uh, assuming that they like your style. Cause I'm sure there's people out there that are just like, eh, that's not the style I want. I want, I want them to have big eyes and, 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 and Tim Burton shit going on. Oh yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, like that movie Big Eyes. I never saw it, but Oh no, I never saw that one. But That's why I, I used to love it. Yeah, cuz I think he I'm pretty sure he directed that movie. So that's why I was like Big Eyes, Tim Burton. But um really had fun dude talking to you. So uh stay safe, don't get covid mm-hmm. and uh and keep illustrating, man. Keep on illustrating. There we go. Not keep on terminating, keep mm-hmm. on illustrating. Keep on illustrating. Keep on talking. There we go. <laughs> yeah, good luck. Good luck shutting me up. I mean, that's the funny part is that's the funny part is when I don't have the microphone in front of me, I'm such an introvert. And then yeah. and then this microphone has this magic ability to just get me to, to fucking spew. So I don't know what it is. Plus I have a potty mouth. I I've really discovered this on this podcast. Like I have a real bad I need to kind of cut some of these words that I use way too fucking much. See? See what I like? Oh, God. There we go. I rely on it way too much. And I, I don't think I've... I think you've maybe said one or two curse words this whole time. It's normally a lot worse than that, but I'm trying to keep it clean in case any family want to listen to this one. Oh, God damn it. I, I hope you were going to... Like, like, like I was thinking you were going to bounce off. Like, like, I, like I would say fuck and you would say shit and I would say ass and you would say bitch. <laughs> well, hopefully none of your family listen to this and get offended by how how vulgar i am no it's all they gotta put up with me so yeah just be like ants eh, that's america <laughs> damn americans again fucking americans <laughs> all right dude have a good night it could yeah, awesome. it, is it night or is it morning uh it's three in the morning Oh, dude, get some sleep, man. Uh, read Moby um, Dick. Read Moby read Dick. Moby. <laughs> read Moby Dick. That's it. I'll be out in a second. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, we're not that big of a difference. It's it's 10 o'clock at night for me right now. So. Yeah, yeah it's only five hours, isn't it? That's, yeah. But uh, That's a... have, a, have a good night, dude, and uh, I'll stay in touch mm-hmm. with you and talk to you very, very soon, man. It's been, it's been great. It's been an honor and a pleasure, Eddie. Cheers, man. Cheers.